So, thoughts on Pete Buttigieg. Um, well, he's not old. He's a millennial, so that, uh, you know, he, he passes the no boomers threshold. Um, yeah, that's the only one he covers. <laughs> he's still white, and he's still male. Now, he may identify as a homosexual male, but he's still white, and he's still a male. He still comes from that position of privilege. So he doesn't get three strikes. He'd still make a great vice president, secretary of state, any number of cabinet positions. And, you know, maybe with another four to eight years of seasoning policy and basic do-gooderness that he's done so far, uh, maybe he'll... uh, He'll overcome that, that that white privilegedness in some capacity. Uh, absolutely, uh, vice president material in eight years. Absolutely, I just think this year. I think uh, I think the knee jerk is just no white males, and uh, unfortunately, being a gay white male is isn't second class enough white male. <laughs> to qualify. That's that's sad, isn't it? But it's true. I mean, he is part of a, uh, a, 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 a an, an endangered, you know, and a put-upon community. He really is. But at the same time, he has, you know, still lived through and come through life with all of that privilege intact, at least for part of his life. I like the fact that he's a vet too, I do, but policy-wise, he just didn't impress me enough to get over the whole, you know, just, you know what? When you're in the mood for something, you're in the mood for something, you know? And I'm not in the mood for white dudes, especially old white dudes, but quite frankly, not really in the mood for white dudes for president at this point. So sorry, Pete Buttigieg. I, I love uh, I love your energy, your enthusiasm. Love that you're a vet. <laughs> what few policies I've seen of yours, I, you know, I like, but nothing's really making me go, oh my god, you know. Unfortunately, at this point, the only oh my god, really, let's know who he is, is because of who he sleeps with, and. Uh, that, generally speaking, is not a do or die for me, regardless of who or what you sleep with. So, oh, I'm more interested in uh, people that are standing out for policy, because of policy or because of, uh, God, I, you know, yes, I know being homosexual is, is part of our diversity rainbow, but... Um, I just, you know, it's a, I guess in the same way that for a woman, I really wouldn't care whether she was straight or gay when it came to policies and, and governing and whatnot. 
not nearly as important to me, and it's not really important to me for a male either. So I, now I can see where certain segments of the population that is a big deal. Both of them are a big deal. Some segments where one's a big deal, the other one isn't. But for me, neither one is, and so neither one is a, is a deal killer. And since neither one's a deal killer, neither one's a deal winner either. So, unfortunately, his diversity, hey, look at me, this is what everybody's going to remember me for, for me is... It's a wash either way, so... Sorry, Pete Buttigieg. Like I say, you know, it may take eight more years of you fighting the good fight and uh, you know, being on the ticket with the next president, you know, in eight years. Just not this, not 2020. 2020 is not going to be the year for another white guy. I mean, let's face it, it's going to be the year of the woman. So, yeah, Pete Buttigieg, like I say, great guy, veteran, this, that, and the other thing. You know, maybe four more years in the national eye and maybe he'll be able to, you know, compete. Mary Pete will be able to compete, but, yeah. At this point, you know, my money... My not not so much my my money's on Warren. My druthers are on, on Warren on a Warren Booker ticket, you know. But we'll see. <laughs>